and welcome to the Barely Coherent Podcast. I hope you enjoy your stay. I'm the Grizz, and your host, he'll meet you halfway, right at the borderland. That's where he's going to wait for you, Sonny B, the William Weisinger. (laughs) What's up? And he's not a person, he's a feeling, and all of you are going to feel it. Snowy B, Daniel Borden. <laughs> you sound like you're like trapped in a, a basement somewhere and like you're just really committed to recording this podcast. <laughs> Send help. <laughs> but only in an hour or two. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. What's going on, guys? Uh not much. Happy to be bringing another episode of this podcast. It was a uh, enjoyable uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Good, glad, uh, glad to hear it. Yeah. Hopefully, there was lots to give thanks for. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I think uh, taking stock of where we personally are at in our lives, and you know, I'm thankful for the ten listeners that we have on this podcast and you guys. <laughs> so, shameless plug there. Uh, what about you, Danny? How is uh, how has your week been? So, uh, something I'm I'm thankful for. There's this uh, this thing they sell at Costco. It's amazing. Oh, it's, it's it's I love well I love Costco right. So I go on I go on Costco dates. Like it's like the best. It's the best thing. We go on like window shop basically for things that we don't need, you know. And then we get a slice of pizza for a dollar fifty. It's like like we're like in the 1950s still. It's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> it's like going back in time. But they sell yeah. this thing. They sell this thing. It's a block of goat cheese that's covered in in like cranberries and cinnamon. And it's so fucking good. It's like eleven bucks, um, and it's like you know, we got like two, we got like two bricks of it, and um, we were, you know, we made it through like half of one. And it just hit me, you know, in the spirit of being thankful for things. If I was born in like the seventeen hundreds, and I had like come across this, I would be like, I this is the greatest thing I've ever tasted. You know, like I I have never had a, a, a baked good other than like busted ass bread. You know, like it was so tasty and simple. It was just like cranberries, goat cheese, and cinnamon. Um, and just to be able to walk into a store and say, "Hey, here's this delicious treat," you know, that that would have took to make by hand so long and so much effort, you know. And then for most of the most of the known world, little things like that just were like just such a luxury. You know, you just couldn't walk into a place and like give me this delicious treat, you know, for a relatively not a lot of money. Um, so I'm, I don't know. I'm thankful to be born in this time. I'm thankful that when I poop, my poop goes away. You know, I want to hit the switch. The light comes on. In the same vein of that, like for my Thanksgiving dinner, uh, I was able to just go online to Publix and pre-order like the full Thanksgiving meal platter, oh and pick it up, and then throw it in the oven. And, oh my god! Yeah, it was honestly that's uh, that's something that I'm genuinely looking forward to moving back to Florida. Uh, is Publix? I mean, never, never in my 32 years have I been to a grocery store that I loved more, which is a weird thing to say. But honestly, Publix is just, it's its leaps and bounds above the competition. Yeah, being And I'm from not the ashamed West, to say that. Being from the West Coast, I did not know what I was missing in my life, not having a Publix out there. Well, um... So for my Thanksgiving, um, we did like a, a Friendsgiving, which is uh, pretty much the standard wherever I go, uh, because there always seems to be people who 
have nowhere else to go for Thanksgiving. So awesome. um, I, I love I love Thanksgiving. So we got together about 11 of us and we all made dinner. Um, I think I made my best turkey uh, to date. So that was great. So I'm really thankful for all the people that I was able to spend time with and all the people that I've met since I've been where I am now. Um, and it's, uh, it's great. And I, that's why, I, uh, that's why, I, um, that's why I love Thanksgiving because you get to hang out with all your favorite people and eat all your favorite foods. So what's there, mm. what's there not to love? Yeah. Leftover sandwiches. Mm. Leftovers. Or sobras, if you are of the Spanish influence. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Mm-hmm. The more you know. Uh, any, do you guys have anything else going on this week? Or is it just all Thanksgiving-focused stuff? Which I totally understand. If it was. Um, so in a rapid fire, uh, I got denied by Spencer's Gifts. For battle shots. No, they said no. Yeah, me and they me were like talking mm. about it. <laughs> they were, were like, like Ooh, <laughs> drinking. Mm, <laughs> pass, bitch. Yeah, only <laughs> like, basic. Yeah, no, I don't know. They basically, you know, they professional professional denial. But you know, it mm-hmm. hurt. It hurt my feelings. I, I was like, ow, really, Spencer's? Well, thought, can you can you we explain like, very uh, uh, briefly, like why you were like what you were doing and why that is such a bummer? For our many, many oh, listeners. Uh, right. Yeah. So I'm the owner, singular owner, operator, trademark holder of Battle Shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so it's a silly drinking game based off the game Battleships, but it's really well made and I put a lot of effort into it. Um, so I try to, you know, I was kind of hoping that this holiday season would kind of take off, but like the whole gaming industry, or board game industry, um, isn't really doing a whole lot of sales. Um, a buddy of mine, he, he runs the Gaming Goat. And he was saying that uh, he like the per per order for Black Friday was down by a hundred hundred and eight dollars less per customer um, from last year, which is significant, obviously. So, um, so he said still a lot of like almost the same amount of customers came in, but they spent one hundred and eight dollars less on average per customer, so a considerable amount. And um, so I'm just not getting a lot of sales. So I was hoping kind of that uh, Spencer's would be a would work out, but I did send a message to. Um, to Barstool Sports, trying to see if they wanted to Ooh. have have a collab, and I don't know if I they're going to bite into that, but we'll see. I, w- I would like that. I would love to watch Pat McAfee play Battle Shots. Uh, That'd be amazing. Yeah, I don't know Dave, why. Dave Portnoy and Pat McAfee playing Battle Dude, Shots. I love <laughs> awesome. Pat McAfee. Like I yeah, don't. He's just so unbelievably entertaining. Yeah, I, just, I know I shouldn't love Dave Portnoy, but I do. He's like, kind of a dick, but he's entertaining. I, I mean, he, I it's like kind he's, of his he's thing. my he's my type of dick. That's the type of dick I like. You know? uh, well, I mean, <laughs> you got to know what kind of dick you like. So it's yeah. very yeah. important. Uh, got to have your type, I guess. Yeah, uh, has do, your type. Do you want to go into a quick description? I mean, Battleshot should give away uh, what the game is, but yeah, I think yeah. that would be good. I mean, yeah, you're, you're here. You're you're the uh, you're the owner and creator. Uh, we want to hear about it. Tell okay. us about it. Okay, cool. So, um, how about this? I'm going to go ahead and read to you. Uh, who do you think Grizz? I'm going to read that. I'm read that the message sent to Barcel Sports because I think it does a pretty good job of explaining what I am, and it, I think it gives you an insight in how what I would actually say to Barcel. 
So yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that long, um, but it was, you know, it was a little, little wordy, but I think well-written. Um, and it, I did it while sitting in the parking lot um, going into the gym. Cause I get like, so I get gym anxiety sometimes. So what I do is I will like hop on my phone and like just like death scroll until it goes away. Then I go in and work out. So while I was waiting in the parking lot for like, you know, death scrolling, I saw a Dave Portnoy made a video about him starting a watch company, which I thought was weird because it had nothing to do with Barstool Sports. And me knowing a little bit about business, it basically dawned on me, oh, he, he bought an existing watch company and then he rebranded it. And then he's going to use his uh, significant following to make money selling watches. And I'm like, well, if he's going to do that with a watch company, then do that with Battle Shots, which is a drinking game. You know what I mean? It's like, man, it like goes hand in hand with Barstool Sports. So this is the message I sent to Barstool Sports. And uh, then I sent them an official email as well. Um, through, through their vendor, uh, um, there's like a, a pipeline for vendors, and I sent it through that through that communication style. So I said, <clears throat> "Battle shots by Barstool Sports." It's got a nice ring to it. Real quick backstory: I'm the singular owner and operator of the popular board game Battle Shots. I did ten years in the Navy, and I got out last year. While I was in, I saw a DIY version of Battle Shots being played on the Tonight Show, and I decided to make my own. Fast forward a few years, and I acquired the trademark and subsequently designed a commercial version. It's liquid resistant, heavy duty, comes with shot glasses, and sailor hats. I've done a few festivals, and I'm on Amazon, and the overall response is, that's fucking cool. Why am I telling you this? Because I want to pitch you my vision. Battle shots will always have a place in the American drinking psyche because of battleships not the Rihanna version. The game is self-explanatory for most people and transcends singular market pigeonholing. Board game enthusiasts and the drinking crowd slash tailgate crowd alike can appreciate it. This game would do a lot more in volume simply by being featured on your site slash media platforms, but that's small taters. I'm a big tater type of guy. I'm imagining battle shots by Barstool Sports directly on the game itself with associated logos and imagery, completely up to you to imagine what you want there, I also have some cool ideas. It's a drinking game for the Barstool crowd that also serves as a tool for directly advertising your brand in more locations while also paying homage to the brand itself. The opportunity doesn't stop there. Three words, college sports licensing. With the weight of the Barstool brand, an entire line of Battleshots games that feature the college or even college rivalries with each college representing the respective side of the board could manifest. College licensing is unattainable at my current budget, but very attainable if Barstool Sports was the face of the operation. The artist I'm using is top-notch and has already made me a second version of Battle Shots that features the city of New Orleans, where I live. Legally, there's no issues with infringement. In case you're wondering, I checked thoroughly. In fact, Battleships is actually a ripoff of another great game, but I digress. Logistics and pricing structure can be ironed out in the future, and I'm not greedy. Battle Shots is my child, and I want to send him off to boarding school so he can become a man, which is why I need you. Lastly, even if you think this pitch is not something you want right now, at least let me send y'all some games on my dime. They make great Christmas gifts for people you really don't know how to shop for, but you know like to drink. Or you can just play around the office. Whatever you decide, just know I'll send this message over and over and over again until I get a no, smiley face. But 
if you like the cut of my jib, you can call me, text me, email me at blah, 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 blah. Danny B, CEO, Battleshots website. Boom. That's that. That's Battleshots. It's a great pitch. Clear and concise, as Thank always. You. Thank you. So for those who are wondering, until Barstool <laughs> inevitably uh, jumps on board of this great opportunity, uh, if they are looking for Christmas gifts or being slightly more selfish and want it for themselves, where can they buy Battleshots? So um, I prefer you buy it on my website. Um, I spent a lot of time making it. It's pretty pretty cool. It's www.battleshots.net. I tried to buy .com. Somebody else took it. They wouldn't sell it to me. Or if you're being lazy and you want to give Jeff Bezos some money, I'm also on Amazon. Um, so both of those work. Or Etsy, too. Etsy is also a possibility. And I'm on eBay, but those people don't really go to those very often. Mainly it's my website or, or Amazon. Wait, you're back on eBay? Yeah, I snuck it in there. I, okay. <laughs> yeah. I remember no, the, the eBay fiasco is a, oh, a story for another time. It's it's honestly a two minute story. I applied to sell battle shots on eBay, and eBay banned me for life with no explanation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. It yeah. was a very quick story. Yeah, yeah and they I took just, they I took one look account. at you and said absolutely not. Yeah, they gave me the Spencer's as well, man. Spencer's the World which War is Museum. all you need to know about the battle shots game. Yeah. It's legit. Okay. If they're banning people on site, it's because the establishment doesn't want it out there. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't believe in consent. I don't take no for an answer. So I'm, I'm going to keep coming. For legal reasons, <laughs> we are not agreeing with that. Yeah. For legal reasons, he is talking about selling his board game. Talking yes. about sales, sales people. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So that's. But um, that's that's what that's what I did with them and. Like I said, I've been a little slow this this uh, season. I'm kind of feeling like, man, I want to sell this thing. So, but yeah, so I, I did that. And then um, I got the van ready to come up and see you for your going away party next week. Um, but, I'm, but I'm not leaving until Monday Monday morning early. Um, I was going to go today, this morning. But um, I got like busy doing house stuff. Like I was supposed to leave at noon. And then of course, you know how it goes. Like do one chore after another, after another. I had to cash a bunch of checks that I got Wait. sent from... You're coming this week? Um, no, I'm going up to I'm going up to uh the Smoky Mountains. Oh okay. um, on Scared Monday. Shit out of me. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go camp up in the Smokies. It's like there's Monday. nothing clean, don't come. Don't no, come. I won't be there until probably like Friday morning or ish. I'll probably like just okay. let me I'm gonna hang out in the Smokies for like four or five days, just up there camping, getting in touch with nature. Yeah. I love that for you. I honestly yeah. do. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Yeah, and then I'm, like, that, that was my week. I'm glad to hear it. That sounds like a full week. Um, uh, what about you, Grizz? Do you have anything going on this week that's just you really need to tell the people about? Uh, not really. I've been kind of having a boring week because I have been saving my money and my time and my social energy to also come and visit you. Because I cannot afford to get socially exhausted halfway through this weekend. No, that would be less than ideal. Yeah, it does so, not surprise me that you are an introvert. There, Chris. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, I want you to know that I've been banking all that social energy just for you. Yeah. Cool beans, dude. Well, the best part about you guys coming is that we will get to record in person next week. Woot woot! Exciting. Um, Yay! Very exciting. First time for the barely coherent podcast um so that's very exciting stuff um this week i will basically be getting ready for uh for all the people that are coming uh 
for my getting out party, coming out party. Yeah, that's what it's called, right? My coming out party. Um, so, uh, am I gonna have to fight anybody? I feel like every time I go to one of your get together, somebody yeah, tries to fight me. I know, I know, I know. I was actually thinking about that, and I'm fingers crossed no one will be fighting, but on the plus side, I will be out of the Navy. So, true, <laughs> if we do get in a fight, I won't get in trouble would. at work. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm, um, not, I'm not like directly opposed to it. I do think, okay, so in the it's like for me, it's like going to the gym. Like I know it's good for me to get my ass kicked once in a while, but I don't want to. You know. When was so the last kind of time you got your ass kicked? It's been, it's been a while, but I think yeah. it's good. I think it's Are you humbling. Do? You know, I'm due. I'm due for an ass beating. So, um, you know, if it happens, really at the keep party, you humble. Yeah, it does. It does. It puts you really like you're like wow, like I'm we just can... this fragile bag of meat walking around. <laughs> oh, uh, we can throw some mats down, bro, and we can roll. Dude, let's roll. Okay, well, I'm down. Dude, I'll, I will fuck you up and roll into. Don't you want this? <laughs> Funny, funny, funny history story. Um, Danny and I wrestled oh, in my yeah. apartment. I was uh, very grown surprised. Men. I was very uh, surprised. Just, I don't, why don't even know what, I don't know how it started. I just Will wrestled for like strong. 35 minutes. <laughs> it was <laughs> just, two- I, I really, I really thought, so here's the thing. So, so Will is um, naturally just gifted. And has spent <laughs> very little time lifting weights. I spent a ton of time lifting weights and we were evenly matched. I was upset. I was upset. Sonny <laughs> well, has also had the pleasure of wrestling with me, and he can tell you that I am far more nimble on the mat than you would ever expect. He really is. He's yeah. uh, he's surprisingly uh, flexible. Um, so watch out. Don't let him. Don't let him get you on the ground. His arms are you're short like, though. So you're like a, you're like a hedgehog. Stay out of reach. <laughs> you might you're be okay. cute and tiny, <laughs> but you know if shit goes down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Um, I was just wondering, so I heard this question this week, um, because I watch a fuck ton of TikToks. I mean, it's it's like the mortar that fills the uh, the the space between the major events in my life, if that makes sense. You know, it's just you know, I'm I'm either at work uh, or I'm at home, and if I'm not if I'm not doing either of those things, I'm just sitting somewhere watching TikToks, and so. Um, I saw this TikTok of this question, and the question is: For a million dollars, can you survive in a room with the one of these four animals? And the options are: a grizzly bear, a hippo, a tiger, or a wolf. Oh, there's five, and uh, or a chimpanzee. And um, the comments on that video are, are are pretty funny, but I wanted to get you guys' take on this, and then I'll tell you what I think. So, Snowy, you go first. Which which one are you picking? Oh, uh, to stay uh, to stay in the room with. I would one hundred percent do that, and I would win because I would choose the wolf because okay. that is okay. that is that is an alpha predator, right? So I'm just gonna like just do as much alpha shit as I could think of. I don't know exactly what that looks like, but I'll know in the moment, and I will just know like, oh, okay, that's that's my dude, and we'll become, <laughs> we'll become a pack by the end of that hour. Um, but any, everything else you mentioned, I would die within minutes. We're gonna we're gonna address some of those comments in a second. I want to hear Grizz's <laughs> answer. If you uh, wolf lick your mouth, he will trust you. I will let him lick my mouth. <laughs> Uh, look it up google it yeah so uh i'm gonna give you my answer and i'm gonna tell you and i'm gonna tell you why 
Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to start off with what I'm not going to go with. I'm not going to go with the chimpanzee because they right. have a propensity to attack your genitals. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm going to die, I'm not going to like so, die that painfully. First, just so we're clear, there is only one correct answer to this question. So, yeah. uh, I'm not going to go with the hippo because they kill more people than any other animal. Than anything. So <laughs> angry. Uh, so angry. You know, <laughs> hungry, uh, hungry hippos was a learning lesson, not a game. Yeah, <laughs> life uh, lesson. Yeah. Uh, a grizzly bear is instant just, death. Yeah, it's they are they're not like black bears. They are predators, so that there's no playing dead with that thing. Um, yeah, no, if it's and a, a tiger, I'm there, there's just too much murder on the tiger murder murder implements, right? Uh, so I think I would go also with the wolf, uh, and that is because it has one way of murder, which is its mouth, um, and unlike. Uh, Snowy B, I am not going to go the alpha route. I will more than happily be its beta. Uh, I don't care what I have to do. Like it's thick. Uh, <laughs> let it let it let it mount me, but I will thing. I will live with that wolf. It's not. A, it's only like three hours. It's, like, it's only three yeah. hours in the room. You know. <laughs> yeah, and I will immediately, immediately just go straight to beta behavior to survive that encounter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you got, okay. Will? Um, so uh, I, I like your walkthrough, Grizz. Um, the the hippo is an absolute no, uh, no matter how you slice it. Uh, the chimp is without a question uh, an absolute no. Um, Oddly, the chimp to me is by far the scariest. Uh, and it should be. Uh, if you don't know anything about chimpanzees, know that they are strong enough to pull your arms off of your body with minimal effort. And so that alone is terrifying. But you add in the fact that uh, they have teeth and they are very good at using them. It's just it's it's a bad day no matter what. Um, yeah. Then you we can we can talk about. Uh, the bear, depending on the circumstances, uh, you might be okay with the bear, but it's a really big maybe, you know? Um, so what? That leaves you the wolf and the tiger. And there is an argument to be made for the tiger. Um, tigers are not how they're shown oftentimes uh, in pop culture. So uh, there is the possibility that the tiger will just leave you alone, especially if you if you look at it, because th- th- that's the tigers are ambush predators. And as long as you keep your back to a wall and you are looking directly at the tiger, I think that you could probably be OK, but it's a big maybe. And if it gets curious, you might be fucked. Do we have right? any weapons, by the way? I should ask that. No, just no, you. I don't. I, uh, you in a cage. In the, yeah, it's just it's just you in the room. That's I, that's how I like to play it. You know, we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna do this. Uh, oh, it's you know swords, whatever. No, it's it's what God gave you, and so that leaves the wolf. And I'm gonna take a different approach. Uh, the two of you, I'm just gonna leave the fucking wolf alone <laughs> because the wolf is probably terrified of me. Which is interesting because wolves are 
they make a point of avoiding people. Like, they go out of their way to avoid people. So as long as I can ensure that I'm not cornering this animal or making it feel cornered, I think I'll be okay. And, like and if it. all else fails, I I am I am sixty seven percent sure I could take a wolf in a fight. Whoa. I am I'm almost I am almost certain. I would take as that bet. I would take that bet. As long as ten, it's not ten out of ten, you lose. As long fight. as we're not talking about like the top ten percentile in size uh, for wolves, I I think I I'd think, be okay. I, I think, think I, would, I think I'd be all right. I think you would lose a fight to ninety nine percent of Rottweilers. I'll be honest with you. I'm not saying you, you specifically, but I think most human beings. Oh know, yeah, a one-on-one fight with a Rottweiler, ninety-nine percent of the time, you're losing that fight. I, you would be surprised how many. Well, the problem is that most people are absolutely terrified of just like the idea of pain, right? So that prevents you. A lot of people will do things to prevent themselves from feeling pain that, in the end, cause them more pain, right? Yeah, and we're talking no weapons here. I'm not. Saying I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm saying that if I had a weapon, the odds go up significantly. But there's still oh, there's sure, there's, absolutely. That, I mean, that's I, why we created weapons, right? Right, because <laughs> it increased our time, odds. I would still not feel good about my chances. Like if I had like a, a fucking buck knife, like I'd so okay, I'd feel better against a wolf. But everything else, I'm still fucked. I think. Uh, I think, you think I a think buck, just, yeah, like a buck knife. I think you could. You know what? You know what? I think with the buck knife. You probably you could you probably have decent odds. You have livable odds with the wolf and the tiger. Dude, and no, I disagree. I think I think the tiger, I, the tiger, because the tigers have have like what like four inch like super sharp claws. Oh so yeah, like, yeah. All they have to do is just. I'm like, not saying one. Just I'm not one, saying that it's. I mean? I'm not saying that it's perfect. <laughs> I'm just saying well, the odds guess, are not zero. Is what like, I'm if, you're, if you're if you're close enough to stab the tiger, like he's close enough to catch you with four. Oh yeah. You, you know, know what's wild? I think yeah. um, tigers ha- are strong enough to uh, separate your head from your body with a single swipe. I don't know about grizzly that. Bears are right up there with that too. I know. Yes. I know oh, absolutely. Can. I know because they can. I do know this. Yeah. I do know that in a, in a if I'm locked in a cage and a mm-hmm. one of those animals wanted to kill me, I would lose. If they, no, they I'm, you've already gone into it with the loser's mentality. How are you going to be yeah, an no. alpha? And you've I'm already saying, gone. You, you, what I'm, I'm saying s- is like, if I, but, it, but if like they were all like, so they were just put in there, not hungry, not pissed off, not like, you know, not like a mama bear, you know, separated from her cubs two seconds ago. Right. Like, like if they're just in, like, they're just put in there. Like what the fuck? Like say, say you could transport an animal magically into that cage. Like there's outside mm-hmm. forging and all of a sudden they're like, boom, I'm in the cage. They're in the cage. They're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Where am I? Right. They might just be a little, like I they, might have a chance. They look at you. You, know? you look at them. We look <laughs> yeah. at them. It's, uh, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. An hour goes by. We all go back to the thing. They tell their family about it. They go like, you will not fucking believe what happened. <laughs> Like I told you, don't eat those berries again, Yogi. Like, you know. And I, I get what you're saying because right. you are a, a pragmatist, right? And you are you in your head, you're like, tigers are wildly dangerous. They have all these tools to make me not alive anymore, not alive, right? Yeah, unalive me. Yes. Right. But what you need to remember is your ancestors survived with. With, with less than a buck knife, oftentimes. And I'm not saying that they didn't survive by avoiding tigers, for the most part. But I, I would almost guarantee somewhere in your bloodline, you know, like millions of years or hundreds of thousands of years back, you have an ancestor 
who fought a carnivore with nothing more than their hands. Would you allow me to refute that? Sure. Okay. Now, everything you just said, like scientifically, probably is backed up because I, but I have an alternative theory, and it doesn't make sense when you look at the how I'm built, because I, <laughs> I am, I am not fast. But if I was, if I was in a a crowd of people, and a grizzly mm-hmm. bear was running at us, mm-hmm. I just hope I'm not the slowest, right? So that's right. my my theory is that all of our ancestors, everyone who's alive today. Was mm-hmm. not the was not the slowest of the of their, <laughs> of their crowd. I don't think it was. They were the not the fire. slowest of the herd. They yeah. were not the slowest, and I think okay. I think the ones that were the slowest, the most sick, or the most old, they got they got nailed up. That's my but theory. And I, I would know. say yes, you are right. You are correct for the majority of people, majority of the time. But you can't run from everything, and if you are out hunting by yourself. <laughs> There's no one to be slower than you. So you have two options. You either hope you that you're fast slower. enough and nimble enough to get away. <laughs> or or you have to fight. And I think that I think a lot of us have ancestors that were fighters. I I don't have any scientific data to back up that every single person alive has an ancestor that was, you know an absolute badass with their hands or a spear or a knife or whatever. But I'm just saying the odds probably, are good. It's probably likely if you go back far enough because, okay, so not to get too nerdy here, but we've gone through 11 different extinctions. So at okay. one point, the human race was whittled down to like 10,000. Like it was small. So it's a very good chance that if, you know, all of our ancestors, you go back far enough, the bloodline mm-hmm. is enough that we do have an ancestor who, if they wanted to eat, they had to go kill something that was right. that could very easily kill them and they yeah. had very meager weapons that were like boiled down to an arrow or a spear you know so, Dude, yeah, I'm t- no. that arrow was like top notch at the time though you know like I mean, yeah that was the first person to, to shoot an arrow they were like i want to stab that guy all yeah. the way over there but i don't want to go over there and they're like i got just the thing for you do though. you do you <laughs> think there was ever an argument about banning bow and arrows like early on like the way we try to ban ar-15s like they're like the first time somebody went off no way killed, no killed like five so. people they're like no we gotta fucking ban these things are too dangerous <laughs> the only thing that i can re- that the only like ancient ish weapon that i can think of that faced some sort of ban was mm, the I know, crossbow i know what you're gonna say, I know what you're gonna say. yep the crossbow yeah, yeah uh, and that was via the the catholic church at the time they got uh, pissed. And it was just you know, it's just because like the skill level and the power behind it was uh yeah they were killing knights yeah uh so that's the only <laughs> thing that i can remember i i think at the time that the bow and arrow was introduced and used at that point become like such a important part for hunting and stuff like that yeah that there was no questions about like so banning it it's funny that you say that um because uh after the introduction of the rifle uh the bow and arrow was still dominant for mm. decades after right. it absolutely was because rifle, well no because rifling right it wasn't until rifling right came around yeah but also the skill of of uh of archers was such that um they were capable of doing some pretty impressive stuff uh oh well yeah as far as rapid shooting is concerned 100 percent right like it took forever to reload a fucking yeah. musket you know like you could shoot what like eight arrows in that same time so yeah <laughs> yeah, I missed uh, with my single ball and now yeah. I'm full of arrows. <laughs> it, it wasn't until uh the invention of the uh first revolvers really yes. that uh firearms started to become the most dominant uh right. yeah. 
yeah, especially the, the lever action. Uh, yeah, as well, not especially, well, but not just, until as far as the Americas are concerned, anyway. Um, the contained one, cartridge. The yeah, cartridge. Uh, it, but oh, it was yeah. the revolver initially. Uh, oh, yeah started to really give the edge to firearms because you could rapidly fire, even though it did take time to load before the mm-hmm. invention of the cartridge. Um, it uh, That's what really started to propel firearms forward. That and rifling made uh, firearms really accurate. And then at that point, the skill it took to uh, uh, operate a rip- uh, rifle uh, dramatically decreased to where, yeah. you know, it was it was a lot easier for your average uh, person to wield a firearm accurately. Um, yeah, definitely. So, ooh, I just saw a really good t- TV show called The English. I don't. It's very off topic to what we're talking about, but we were talking about bows and arrows, and it's it's really good. Um, do, go watch it. It's it's like a little mini series. I really enjoyed it. The English. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautifully shot. Well done. Um, great storyline. I don't know. I I really appreciated the entire arc of it. Okay. Oh, we'll, check, we'll check it out, but yeah. yeah. But uh, okay, so I think we very, very clearly established that all of us would like to be in the room with the wolf, uh, yes, for varying reasons. I think maybe, <laughs> but he just wants a friend, still, all right. <laughs> still, I think we, <laughs> I think we've made that that pretty clear. Um, I gotta say one more thing about the wolf thing. Okay. Yeah. When I look at my so I have I have Frenchies, right? When I look at my Frenchies, it's like mm-hmm. I refuse to believe that their ancestor was a fucking wolf. <laughs> like, <laughs> these little these little punk faced cuties who just like they just follow me around. They never bark. They're so they're so docile. They, want they to just breathe like. <sighs> <laughs> they're actually not that bad, but they they snort when they get excited, so it's even more adorable. Um, no, like it's hard to imagine the fucking wolf. They're just like what ten times the size of a Frenchie or whatever. Like, yeah. It's amazing. I, I mean, it's pretty impressive how breeding has mm-hmm. altered, you know, the form <laughs> of dogs so much. Yeah. Um, I I do have a uh, would you rather, and I think it's a far more simpler one, but it's mm. one that I think is funny. Would you rather fight 110-year-olds <laughs> or 10 100-year-olds? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is there is it the end one hundred year olds? I'm taking that all day. Yeah, yeah. The one hundred year olds is. I mean, that's you. You just push them over. You know, yeah. you like, can turn off my moral barometer for like that hour. Oh, dude, I'
That's at least 50 too long. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. I'm taking the 10 100-year-olds. Uh, I'll take a 1,000 100-year-olds, bro. There, there's some 10-year-olds out there who you could punch dead in the face. They'll pop right back up. Those there's like little, those weak wobbles. Wild, dude. There's weak some wobbles, ten year olds dude. that are bigger than me out there. Yes, yeah, there are. Yes, there are. There's some big ten year olds. Yeah, you don't you don't have to fight that. No, <laughs> but uh, right. there is not. And they're ten. There's yeah, not would, someone who is one hundred year old, one hundred years old on this earth right now that I cannot one hundred percent take in a fight. Yeah, not a single person. It, it, it'd be our luck too. It'd be like we didn't tell you they're all Polynesians. You're like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> they all have beards. You know? like, yeah. <laughs> we love the Polynesian community, by the way. Love yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, them. That's really all it comes down to. Which is yeah, really the much. best thing you that's, want to say to someone about your your group is I don't want to fight it. That's a that's a current trend on TikTok, I believe. Is uh, uh, finding out the person you have to fight is Polynesian and deciding. <laughs> That you like living, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, it's not even the one-on-one you have to worry about. They always roll deep; like their family is everywhere. I don't know. I've seen in Hawaii, I've seen you know Polynesian dudes who are who could very easily just ragdoll me, uh, like a one hundred year old man. Honestly, mm, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. So, and you're not a small dude. So, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not huge, but I'm definitely not small. So, yeah. Um, okay, so I got another one for you. All right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, you were you were gonna you were gonna tell me, give me yours, give me yours, give me yours. Wait, did we already talk about yours? We yeah, did. mine was okay. Uh one hundred year olds, dude. Sorry, I'm drinking. Um, so would you rather fight a chicken every time you open your car door, <laughs> or once a year you have to fight an orangutan to the death what? with a sword? Like once I'm, a year, and it cut, it happens at the same time every year, and like, like you kill the orangutan, and then you just go about the rest of your year, and then, like, then you know the day comes around again, and like chicken free dinner, bro. You just said Dang, <laughs> you want you want free dinner every day. I'm like absolutely, bro. No, 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 I, no, no. I didn't no, know no, I no. signed up for EBT. Not go. not every day. Every time you open your car door, every time. Bro, so, bro, there's there's the a couple easy would, solutions to this. I would open my car door a thousand times a day, bro. I'd be the richest man in the world, bro. I'd have so many chickens. <laughs> so That's all you think about is making money. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be so rich. I would, or, I would. Go ahead, sorry. I would 100% take the fucking chicken. Okay. I've owned chickens. They're not that difficult to fight. They uh, really are not. All, second of all, they're feisty like, though. Yeah. I mean, if you they're really like got that. tired of it. Uh, just leave your window open. A Duke's a hazard. That shit when you're going somewhere. Oh, that's a good point. That's a very would, valid point. Like, I and I ride a motorcycle cool. most of the time anyway. So fuck them chickens. Plus, yeah, you know, chickens. like mm. like Danny would say, man, you get a little, you get a little peckish. You know mm. what I mean? Bring that little pecker on. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. See, here's what I would do. Knowing that I have this knowledge for me, I'd like, I would fucking flip the script. I would drive into the neighborhood of like my fucking mortal enemy and I'd park outside their house and I'd open their door. I'd roll like 10,000 times and have like 10,000 feisty ass chickens running through their yard. What are they going to do about it? I'm showing up every single day. They're going to hire a fucking a, a, a wild animal catcher. I'm back the next day with 10,000 more chickens. You can't stop me. 
got a chicken army. I have to applaud your creativity, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a Zelda, that shit. Just open a bunch of angry <laughs> chickens. I, so there are people, there are people who say that they would fight the orangutan. And They're once dumb. again, we're talking about primates. I, I like it. I think I there's so winning. many people. There's would, so many people. Even with the sword, right? I would feel like, so bad though if I won. If I won, dude. Yeah, you killed an so, orangutan. That's so fucking cute, that's fucked, dude. They look dude. like wise, like wise old monks. You know? Don't be like, fooled though, because I oh, watched no. a video of a guy um, who. Well, okay, okay, hold on. Let's. Yeah, don't be fooled. They are. They can be very vicious, but this was this guy's fault. He was taunting this orangutan at the zoo. Right, he had been. He was like taunting it, and um, he got a little too close to the cage, and that thing is fast as fuck. And it reached through one of the the holes in the cage, like one of the one of the the links in the cage, and grabbed him. I thought that this orangutan was gonna snap his leg, uh, because he had it like like at the uh, like at the um, like the I've, shin. I've seen. This yeah, video. I think you've seen the video, right? He was giving him an Indian burn on his leg to show him who's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 then he got his arm a little too close, and yeah, the orangutan grabbed his arm too. He should have been, been terrified. I hope he learned a valuable fucking lesson that dude, day. He's already Don't in the cage, bro. Like, leave you're gonna make fun of him. Bro. See, some people are just terrible people. Well, so here's the thing, right? Uh, with a lot of these primates, there's a lot of stories out there too of like people that are experts on these primates and take care of them all the time and all this stuff, and, and still die. some and still manage <laughs> to get attacked by them, right? Yeah. Like there was that that lady Dude. that was uh, an expert with chimpanzees, and all that happened was one got jealous that she was giving more attention to another chimpanzee, and it messed her up like Bro. badly. That's crazy. So, Dude, there's another there's a story about this this chick who just started um, as a zookeeper and she was taking care of the chimps. And um, I think it was like feeding. She was like feeding them or something, and um, she was like brand new, right? Like she mm. she's new, and she went to reach her arm through their uh, like their the the hole where they put their food in, and one of the other zookeepers walked in just as she was doing it, and she said, "Stop!" And she said, "Stop! Look!" And there was an uh, there was a, a chimp sitting on like on the side of the hole waiting for her to stick her arm through just because he knew that she didn't know not to do that and the crazy thing about that story was is that when she saw when they made eye contact he says she could swear he looked disappointed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're just like like he fucking knew like damn it i he want knew, to dude. Rip, I he want her gonna, rip your fucking arm off mangle the shit out of her yeah <laughs> And this is just more evidence that really and truly primates should not be in zoos. I mean, it's it's great to be able to see them. It's great for our kids to be able to like see them up close and like people to learn about them. But I just feel like there's so I've, there's a lot of animals that really should not be in zoos. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think, uh, but that's just me personally, you know. No, I all right. I have a would you rather. Okay, okay, okay. I'm excited. Okay, so would you rather watch your parents? Nope. I don't like where I don't like, every I don't like this at all. <laughs> day for the rest of your life or have to fuck your parents once and be done with it. <sighs> That's definitely, I think. Every day? every day, every day, 
you have to watch them have sex where you can go about your day. It's like you wake up, have coffee, boom, they're fucking. Then you can go. Fuck, dude. I don't know. <laughs> That's so hard. And it's not like they're undercovers. No, 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 no. You're seeing it. Oh God, I'm not, I don't even like like the oh the mental image is fucking me up right now, and I hate you for that. I hate I you so much. I don't know. I I wouldn't be physically capable of fucking <laughs> take my your own life. Point. Yeah, yeah. Like, life. I would I would rather kill myself. Yeah, but yeah. physically, like going down no. that weird weird rabbit oh, hole of arousal, I I couldn't do it. Like, yeah, it, I don't think so. I, what be, it's gonna be watched because yeah. like, there's no. I'm sorry if my parents <laughs> listen to this fucking podcast, and this is Danny's fault. I just want I just want to be clear. Um, yes. I take full responsibility. I think oh, fuck the wife singers. By the way, hope you, hope you guys have a very vibrant sex life. I hope you're quick about it. <laughs> I guess, I mean, I guess yeah, I'm watching, I guess. I don't know. <sighs> I'm watching and I hope the walls of my nothing box in my brain is strong enough yeah. to mm. get me through this experience. That's uh, mm. I hate everything about that question. <laughs> like I don't think we're definitely fighting when we see each other. Yeah, (laughs) it's 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 now on site. (laughs) Um. All right, I got a I got a much more like casual one. Would you rather Would you rather never be able to scratch an itch, or never be able to pop a pimple? I would Uh, rather never be able to pop a pimple. Yeah, because. I like something about I have an itch right. I just started itching just thinking about that. Fuck. Oh man, it'll suck. I can I can cover the pimple. I can Uh, try to use creams to make it go away. uh Yeah. Uh, I I I need to scratch that itch, man. Yeah. Okay. Like I, you want to see a man fall slowly into a deep, deep madness. (laughs) <laughs> let me let me never scratch an itch. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, That's okay, good. okay, okay. Okay, how about this? Would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn a page or bite your tongue every time you eat? Dude, I don't even read, bro. Fuck I was going to say, that's the easiest <laughs> one. That's so easy. Yeah. There's this thing called a uh, Kindle e-reader. I don't know if yeah. you've heard of it. but there's Yeah, what if, what if you had a paper cut there. every time you turned a page on your Kindle? It's just a random so, paper Then cut. I will be I will be an audiobook dude the rest of my fucking life. I would uh, yeah. become an uh, anti-paper advocate. Like, like we're cutting down the trees. Stop cutting the down the trees. Danny would, Danny would single-handedly save the rainforest. Yeah, they don't know purely because of selfish reasons, but like it would okay. come across like an altruist. Okay, here's here's kind of a weird one. Um, would you take, um, like, would you take infinite money, right? Infinite money, infinite totally dollars. Uh, yeah, infinite dollars, clean money, and like you don't have to launder it or anything, right? Would you mm-hmm. take that? But the catch is that there is a snail that is following you for the rest of your life. It's moving at a snail's pace. Snail? Yes. And if it touches you, you die. Instant death. Dude, Instant I, death. I have a cup next to me. I'll just turn it upside down, put it over the snail. Win. No, you can't. It can't be stopped. It it's is, an, it is oh, an unstoppable an... force. So, okay. like, like nothing, like, it goes over whatever it can't push through. And if it, it, it like, a cup, it, it would just, it would just push, it would just keep it, moving. Can it fly? 
It cannot fly. Okay, here's it cannot what I'm fly. Doing. It moves at the I'm pace taking, of a snail. I'm taking 1,000 MH53Es, and I'm building a flyable platform and building a village with everything I need on that village, and it's never uh, touching the ground. For our average everyday Wind. listener, uh, an MH53E is a big, disgusting helicopter that leaks hydraulic fluid on the inside that mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that our world's finest navy flies. Uh, so, fondly referred to as a shitter. Yes. Yeah, uh, the big iron. The big iron is fondly referred to, actually. What was, um, what was the would you rather part Part of that? What was the rather part? There's no there's no rather. That's no, it's it. just, it's you just either, no, can't. Would you take the money? Would you take the infinite money? But you live in fear of being touched by this snail that will kill you. So here's instantly. the thing. I am an elder millennial. Do oh, not Jesus. underestimate my okayness with, with instant death. death. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like instant, I, no pain. I would, no yeah, pain. I, no pain. Dude, I would. I did, I did ninety and just find that snail. Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would take that money and live. And party such a good, such so a good hard that that so n- much snail cocaine. would be lucky to find me alive. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> it I would finds running... your like mangled body in a dumpster somewhere in Croatia. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. he just yeah. finds you. Does it like a deep sigh and like goes back about his life? You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's I got one for you guys. Would you rather be eleven feet tall or nine inches tall? Definitely eleven feet. Yeah. Ooh, that's pretty tall. It's pretty inconvenient, dude. But, uh, well, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. More inconvenient than being nine inches tall. Get the fuck out of here, dude. But you it's like the, fuck. it's like the, what's that thing? Where they they describe describe it in eight man. Like you jump really high because of some weird physics bullshit. Some what know, that right. you yeah. did not just quote a movie and then say <sighs> physics. No, yeah. no. I would, I would rather be eleven feet tall. That would suck though. But yeah, I would too. Put it eleven feet. I mean, nothing's nothing's made for you. Like, I mean, find me a bed. Oh, yeah. Eleven feet long. Bro, I'm five seven and fat. Nothing's made for me already. Yeah. Yeah, but but at least like you know you could just like I don't know, be, you're just uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, you're not, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm uncomfortable now. You know, my body, my body <laughs> yeah. is sitting down. Like you're not changing anything. He's sweating. Apparently. Making me taller. <laughs> I dude, I'm sweating right now. It's hot as yep. shit in this room. Yeah. <laughs> Some NBA team out there is going to give me a contract, or I'm going to go wrestle for WWE and make millions of dollars. Oh it's god, that's a good point. Eleven okay. feet tall. You're yeah. so tall. That's so cool. I have okay. I'll I'll be honest with you. I have a fascination with tall people. Like really, I'm not talking like oh I'm six feet. I mean like tall, tall people. Like obviously like the tallest Ooh. person in the room. You know, like six, like okay. six five, six okay. seven. Here's you know? a scenario. You're 11 feet yeah. tall. Are okay. you playing? Are you playing basketball or football? Um, definitely Neither. basketball. <laughs> I'm I'm playing basketball. I'm gonna live my dream and become a professional wrestler. I he said oh, that already, and that's a good point. I think that's a very too. good point. That'd be amazing too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would, definitely. I would do I would do football and score more touchdowns than anybody in the in the history of football because I'd like I would just jog. I you know, down you, the thing. You'd be so tall then, that like the one tackle just... and your bones would snap. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I'd rather play basketball because I would just stand by that hoop. Whenever I'm not offsides and you say throw it to me, just you know what <laughs> I mean. <laughs> the only, only skill I would have to work on are my free throws. Honestly, <laughs> if, if your hands were proportionate to a 11 foot tall person, you could probably with one hand like eat lunch 
while like grabbing the ball, <laughs> potting the ball, and just like casually swinging your hand over and dropping it into the yeah, not even, absolutely, absolutely, like, it'd be shoulder height. Drop it in. <laughs> Bloop. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna hold on a second. A thousand points. That's a season. so funny. <laughs> I just, I'm imagining an 11 foot tall basketball player, and it is really just like the most entertaining thing ever. The NBA hoop is only 11 feet. Omg! Wow, dude, money, cash, money. Dude, people yeah. will be throwing money at you. Ooh, ooh. Okay, this is not would you rather, but if you came across a genie, what would your three wishes be? I'm going to assume we can't wish for more wishes. Yeah, you already know the fucking rules. We know the rules. Can no, I wish for lie. more genies? Can, what? <laughs> yes! Can I wish for Loophole. more genies? You absolutely Loophole. can. That would be my first wish. You... Is I want an unlimited number of genies. Loophole accomplished. Well okay, so I'll tell you. That'll just, when you make your third wish with that genie, the, like a new genie will appear. Boom, good to go. Yeah, All right, that's, so now you're I'm the done. most boring person in the fucking world. Okay, give me your three wishes, that's Snowy B. I am making the Marvel <laughs> universe <laughs> real. Oh, God. And, and I don't have the insurance for that. <laughs> and I am going to make myself part of that franchise. What I haven't you, decided oh, yet. Maybe some, I need some time okay, here. Okay, Call okay, me in the moment, okay. but I would know okay, for sure. Okay. I, would, I would sit down for the Why is that one of your it. wishes? <laughs> Bro, what? Like, look, look, look. I, I understand what's going wrong. Like, like, great food, infinite sex, hot, whatever, right? All that good here, stuff. But here's what's going to happen. All right. You're going to wish for the Marvel Universe to be real, and your ass is going to get Thanos snapped. <laughs> <laughs> you can turn oh. to dust. You can oh. turn to dust. <laughs> I want the Marvel Universe to be real. Gone. Yeah. Immediately turns to dust. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I am inevitable. Damn it. Damn it. What a line, you know? That was a good line. Yeah. I... Good movie. You yeah. know what the best part about the, that that uh, whole thing is? They said that, like, basically, if Thanos were to, like, done that, and, like, or he, he did do that, but say, like, he, whatever. He fit. He never. It never got undone. Um, all that would have done is basically set uh, the the world's population back like seventy years, like basically back to where the population was in nineteen fifty. Right. Like, that's all. That, well, so, it's, seventy it's years later, everything on who disappeared. Right. Um, you you would see like I think. True. If all the I, hot people didn't, you know, got 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 deleted, be less fucking. So that's true. Uh, I don't what, think there would be less fucking. Uh, in a world, I definitely don't believe that. In a world where I am the hottest man, there are lots of fucking. There would be lots of lesbians, I'm sure. But all I'm saying is, I don't think Thanos was necessarily wrong. I think maybe he shouldn't have announced it to the world. I don't know. He was wrong. It's... He was wrong. It took it took him back seven years. It was not the juice was not worth the squeeze. It took a bunch of people, made them all depressed. They were the all world was office. recovering. Do you remember COVID? Do you remember when people weren't going outside anymore? Yeah, it was, dude. And, traffic and, was amazing. Yeah, it was, dude. Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah, I, I loved it. Sometimes when I'm in traffic, I say something super fucked up, and I'm sorry to anyone this may or may not offend. But COVID was great for fucking traffic because. Dude, I, Personal, I'm a fan, dude. Bring it back. <laughs> yeah, everybody had to live like me for a year. It was great. So, <laughs> that's played, that's the Grizz's normal life. Dude, I played Call of Duty with my buddies. I know you don't do that anymore because you're fucking selfish. Well, I have things to do now. There's a whole world out there doing stuff. I mean, that's a choice. 
That's a choice. I got a choice, man. So like, no, choice. back then, there's no choice, though. You know what it was? I felt, I felt guilty. Like, Guess what? Dreams, Me and the Grizz these... still play Call of Duty, and we yeah. live our lives. How's, how's the new one, by the way? You guys like it? We're not going to talk about this right now. We're not doing this. Okay. Very well. It's another episode. Another episode. We'll have a whole episode on Call of Duty. <laughs> Just mm. kidding. I have no desire to do that. Anyway, so really in the same vein as uh, using social media for content, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we, uh, you know, I think, I think I've got a clear picture of the type of people that you two are uh, from, from those questions. And I like that. Um, so something else. So for the average listener, if you don't know, there's a term, uh, relatively new term. It's called the ick. And basically it's just like the gross or icky feeling that you get from something that someone does. Uh, and it's oftentimes associated with dating. Uh, and so with that, uh, I found this post that I thought would be, you know, kind of fun to to chat about. Um, and it's it's uh, basically what gives you the ick. And in this post specifically asked, um, uh, it says that this woman asked men their icks and the comments are uh are hilarious and so with that i'll read the first one um and it's um when they're at a restaurant and film the food with the flash on right up close to it going past each dish slowly and so i could definitely see how that would be you know weird as fuck if we go out on a date and um, you know, we've been having a really good time and then the food shows up and you just take your phone and you turn it, you turn it on, you turn on the camera and you have the flash on and you go past every dish. I would, that would be a little weird for me too. So, so. in principle, like the idea of that doesn't bother me, but in actuality, like, <laughs> I'm one of those people that like, I, I want to start eating at the same time. I feel awkward if I start eating first. And if you're wasting my time when I'm hungry <laughs> filming past each dish. I am going to get so fucking annoyed because I want to eat my fucking food. Mm-hmm, I don't, mm-hmm, I, that's, mm-hmm. that's great. Uh, you I think the, share that, but like, let's, let's eat. I let's think that might eat. be a generational thing too. Yeah. <laughs> like so. I, I just want to eat my food. Like the yeah. last thing I want is for your Instagram story or whatever it is of you taking videos of these beautiful plates of food and it's just me in the background stuffing my fucking face <laughs> like a feral animal. See, I, I um I actually take the opposite view of that, Chris. And I'll tell you okay. why. So I think that that's probably a really good insight into what you're gonna be dating in the future. She's one of those people who clearly likes to post everything about her life. One of those things is when she goes on a date, she wants to show the food she's eating. That's probably not going to end, right? And I probably, I, I want to know that right then and there. And I want her to know that I'm the type of guy that's going to be eating my fucking food the whole time she's doing that. <laughs> so she knows what she's getting early on. Because when she does that, when she pans up and I'm there stuffing my face, I'm going to give her a little A-OK symbol. Like, she's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just stuffing my face. I love that for you. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, it's definitely a, a better so, comment. So the next one is when they post 
birthday week loading. And I'm not going to lie. This shit is weird as fuck. <laughs> just say it's my birthday week. <laughs> just just say that. Why you why got to be extra? Why you got to do all this? I get it. You're excited. You you want people to know, but you know, just you. When when the actual what post age, itself says birthday week lighting. Yeah. I wanna know. I wanna know like what generation. Like I feel like if you ask the Gen X generation or the Gen Z generation, right, you're gonna have way different answers for this. Uh I don't I don't know. I do think that uh that doesn't really bother me that much. Like I go pretty low key on a lot of my birthdays, but that being said, like if somebody's super excited for it and they want to post about it, like go for it. I mean, it, they, you know, like, dude, that I'm, doesn't, I'm critical, that doesn't I'm really bother guys. Guys. Yeah. Who, if you, if that like gives you the ick, like, like, ugh, like I don't want to date this person anymore. Like, bro, you're fucking shut up. Yeah. I'm, but honestly, there are so many like weird little things that people are just like, they, they just, decide they're not going to date people for it's definitely a young people thing you know yeah but also in my 30s if i'm dating someone and they post on facebook birthday week loading i so i don't know if you're gonna put that same energy into my birthday since i'm not very like vocal about my birthdays i actually think i'd i'd be pretty okay with it okay okay i like it yeah like my baby's birthday week loading i'm like hell yeah babe what we doing you know yeah (laughs) what are we doing yeah what we doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know what's happening for my birthday but i hope you do did you tell my mom (laughs) (laughs) your mom is a saint by the way lover lover thank you uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Okay, okay, next one. She's it's coming. Subs- she's coming next week, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk right. more about that offline. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if she's obsessed with the lives of random strangers, celebrities, YouTube couples, etc. Oh yeah, yeah well, that's a, that's a sign of lack of intelligence. Actually, like it's been clear, it's been documented. That people who um, are obsessed with like celebrities typically don't have a lot going on in their own life. They're not very introspective. Mm-hmm. They don't spend a lot of time like thinking about things that are um, outside of like that super shallow shit. You know, like whatever on whatever pop magazine. So yeah, if you're like super obsessed with who's dating who, it's very it's actually a sign that you're probably not that smart, and you should probably take. So take that the fact account. that I am just wholly invested in Pete Davidson's dating life says that I'm a stupid fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, no, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, you know more I, about yourself now. I think that's an ick <laughs> for me, too. Like, it's one thing to, like, have, like, a passing interest, like, oh, well, that's kind of interesting. Like, Right. Oh, yeah, I'm mean, in awe of Pete Davidson's cock, but, like, I don't care <laughs> oh, who, that's... you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, good for you, bro, you know? Yeah, but, definitely. But I, I think, too, yeah, be wholly obsessed with, like, like what's going on and, like, yeah. sort of liberty. Like, I don't yeah. care. Like, yeah, to, like following them on Twitter and Instagram and like, yeah. yeah. Or like when someone, when a couple breaks up and you, someone gets upset or I see that, I genuinely think to myself, like that person is not mentally well. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mean that like to be rude or <laughs> to make a joke. Like in my head, I literally look at that and go, you're not mentally well. You know, like, why would that yeah. bother you? <laughs> you know? Okay. If she's always entering giveaways on Instagram. I mean, again, this is this is just a dumb girl at this point. She must be nineteen years old, has an experienced life. You know, like we're just fucking. I okay, just, fine. yeah, I don't trust any giveaway on social media. No, you, you, no. you remember that rash of like no. uh, 
like they were like giving away a car if you commented on this post on Facebook. They're all uh, they're all just in, they're all just engagement boosters. That's all because you got to like, share, and then comment and yeah, follow. Yeah. It's all just engagement boosters. And if your only way to boost engagement is to give me some faux giveaway, like it's mm-hmm. not, you're just not that creative or that entertaining to get followers. Um, so that's yeah, I don't. Uh, that's a that's kind of a random one, but I think if I like dated something like that, that's one of the small things that would very quickly uh, give me the ick. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Okay, so this one's an interesting one. Uh, when she has a love language, she doesn't practice, right? And the example he gives is your love language ain't gifting when you don't gift. That's your hustle. So this is this is an interesting one in terms of dating. Um, uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with with enjoying receiving gifts? Yeah, that seems like 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 I'm trying to think. I'm going to word this a little bit selfish on the guy's part, maybe. Like her like love language is getting gifts, but he's like, "Well, I want gifts from you too." Um, I mean, that's a conversation you got to have. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And but, but but love languages are usually about how they're. How you read them exactly yeah so exactly. i i think this guy's conflating something he's conflating a gold digger well so the love language love is is uh gift giving um and some right. people some people um that the way that they show love is by giving gifts but sure. also it is reasonable to think that that person would like receiving gifts as well yeah who doesn't like receiving gifts Right, exactly. And so, I'm sure there's women out there who are just like, well, this is my love language. So if you want to show me you love me, buy me lots of shit. And it's yeah. truly just a hustle. Right. Sure. So, yeah. I think this well, guy's comment is giving me the ick. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. My love language you is know. my dick sucked. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> well, do you, return, do you return the dick sucking favor? Is the if, question. Yeah. If, you know, if there was a dick to suck. If the condom if, fits. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, I, I think that dude probably ran into somebody. Uh, right. Who, yep. And also, like, here's Green. my thing, right? Uh, if somebody says that they have a love language that they don't then practice themselves, right? Mm, that's a, it is that's probably, a red flag. Yeah, but it's, well, it's probably more of a situation that they don't love you or they're not that into you. And that should just be your cue that that person's not into you. That's not so much an ick as like, it sounds more like a dude who developed a crush and more of a figment of his imagination type mm-hmm. relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it turned out that person just wasn't into him, but probably just didn't want to go through the effort of rejecting him because that type of right. dude probably wouldn't handle rejection very well. Oh, right. that's a, that's a whole conversation though. You yeah. Know? But I'm just, I, that's the vibe I got from that, uh, that post. Okay. I like that. So we're all in agreement. That guy's a fucking scrub probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More than likely, hollering from his best friend's ride type of Ooh. dude, you know. Fucking TLC, baby. Mm. Legends. Don't go chasing <clears throat> waterfalls. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> stick, to, stick to the lakes and the ponds that you're used to, or the, the yeah. I don't remember. I Whatever. believe in you. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> if she unbuttons her pants after eating, okay. Before you say anything, dude, that's a I'm gonna right tell there. you right now. I fuck with that. I yeah. fuck with that hard, bro. <laughs> I fuck with that. You do that shit, dude. I'm sticking dude, my, dude, my dude, tongue if, in your belly button later. If if you do that, you oh, are lucky you... that I don't stop by like some jewelry store and get you an engagement ring right then and there. 
Dude, I'm hoping. We go to dinner and you're like, oh, oh boy, yeah. I gotta I can, button oh. these puppies. Yeah, if your little if your little belly pudge pops out and like you catch a little bit of dinner in that in that belly button, later when we get home, I'm slurping that bitch out. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, no, no, that is that is a vibe that I am 100. I don't care if it's the first. If you pull that yeah. shit on the first date, dude understand oh my that God. you have re- you have gained my full and unrequited mm-hmm. love yeah and i would do anything for you you just got all the fucking badges to become boy scout like day one like you're done <laughs> oh, you don't have to go bro you're a goddamn eagle scout bro. Like, yeah. eagle scout. It's so, so to, to flip that like so, so things that are the opposite of the egg Dude, being really comfortable comfortable with yourself, like that's a huge turn on. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, if you're for just like sure. you just like do something and you don't like you're not weird about it. Or, you know, like though, if like you, that oh, comes with dude, age. That's the best. That comes bro. with it age. Does. It does, man. It comes with it age. Does. I remember um, being younger and like anytime I put like a girl's legs over her head, and you know, of course, that's going to create like a little belly, a little belly pudge. I had some multiple women like clearly put their hands across their belly so I wouldn't see it, and I'm like, girl. Like that's the reward for the show. Like, what are you, what are you doing? talking about? It's it's too late for that at this point. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I put <laughs> your legs over your head, like I think that we're already in it. Okay. The, the belly pudge is what I'm there for in that scene. Yeah, you know? I'm gonna squirt, take that thing, and shake it a little bit. Like, what's up, girl? Eat that. Uh... <laughs> Drinking for this podcast was I... definitely uh, this what we should. Yeah, it helps. Okay, so this is the last one, and this guy. First of all, this guy's sorry. I don't. I don't know if this is like a breach of privacy. Whatever. Um, this guy's name is called Douche Flamingo, uh, and so he lists multiple things that give him the ick. Oh, uh, public communi- or uh, sorry, poor communicators. In parentheses, girls who pride themselves in not replying to messages. Uh, first of all. People have terrible grammar, so he didn't put the two in there, and that really that threw me for a loop, and I hate that. Anyway, girls who pride themselves in not replying to messages, right? And I could see where that would be. Like, if you're busy and you don't reply, reply, that's one thing. But if you are not replying because you want to play games or you you know it thinks you think it makes people want you more, that's totally different conversation. I, I would say it is a personal ick of mine uh, and more of a general sense of the gamification of dating. Mm, mm-hmm. right? It's a game, it's right? Like, like yeah, you just got to play the game reply. well. I'm not going to do this, mainly because I'm terrible at playing that game. Uh, but it's just like, and it, at that point, it makes it seem more like you're not you're not interested in dating somebody for like the relationship aspect of like finding somebody to enjoy your life with. It's more of like your boyfriend at that point is also going to become your status symbol or not your necessarily your boyfriend, but your, your, whoever you're dating uh, is going to become a status symbol at that point. And I think that's a huge problem right now in the dating scene. And I, we all yeah. fall into that trap. All of us single dudes. Uh, well, I'm the only one I think in this podcast currently, but yeah. we all, we all kind of fall into that online dating definitely hasn't helped that. Uh, because even I fall into that. Uh, of what? Of doing what exactly? Of like the gamification, just trying to find somebody that like meets this arbitrary checklist of shit that you have in like this oh, no, partner. I, that was not me. Um, I'm just in a general aspect, right? 
uh, and so I, th- I think that kind of falls into that ick of like, well, I don't respond right away. And I take pride in that because it's just like gamification of like, this is how like dating is played type of type of thing. Thoughts, Snowy thoughts. Oh, no, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, with what he's saying, I, I, I think uh, I was kind of more just being a dick there and said that's not me. I, I think that's me too, partially. I think I definitely think uh, there's been multiple moments where I like, oh, you got to hit whatever criteria. But I think I always meant it. I never, I was never disingenuous about it. Like my, my standards are always based upon my previous experiences, based upon what I know about myself, what I didn't like though, like my personal, like, this is what I found to be wildly like widespread. Was that despite my growth as a person, as I got older, as I got more wise, as I got become, as I became more financially secure, um, my, my standards like increased which as they should but the it never the amount of hitting on like the amount of time that i got hit on never increased with the value that i provided as a person even if it was pretty obvious it was still like this like thing of like well i'm a woman and women are supposed to get hit on and for me like i didn't like i always i, I really started detesting the lack of effort brought forth by the woman early on because what it, what happened is like I would become resentful right so I'd be like wait a minute I'm supposed to be the one to set up all the plans pay for all the dates approach you take the risk of getting denied go through all this jumping through all the hoops prove that I'm worthy of your attention well if you're going to gamify essentially this my effort if you're going to basically make me jump through all these hoops then I want a reward which is basically going to be to have sex with you and then not talk to you again right because I didn't like it you did that to me but if I'm going to go through all this stuff oh please believe I'm going to get my reward at the end right and that sucked because I didn't feel good about that. But it's like I just went and paid for multiple dinners, spent a lot of my time, put a bunch right. of my equity into this. Into this, it goes this both ways, right? And then you didn't put anything into me. Well, then I guess I'm going to get sex and not talk to you. Then I'll have sex a couple times and leave. And women just don't understand like that. That there's probably a lot of more men who feel the same way I do. Like they're, that they're being used. Well, then I'm going to use you. Yeah. Well, the gamification puts you in this mindset where you don't want to be because we don't want to. Right. Like I, I don't. Right. I'm me personally. I don't want to be in this mindset of like. Uh, and I think, you know, I've had conversations with people about this before of this like uh, um, transactional type of yes. experience because I'm not that type of person, right? right? But the minute we start gamifying dating from either sex, the minute it puts the other person in the mindset of like, well, if this is a game, then there has to be a reward at the end. Yeah, the, someone has to, to win. Yeah, someone the, wins the game. The reward was attention for women, right? The reward for so many women, and this is like been beat on by a drum. Someone to say something's been been passed on the internet for a while now, and I know this, you know, but like eighty percent of the women sleep with twenty percent of the guys on on online dating, right? So there, what that says to me is that the top twenty percent of the guys who are getting who are getting laid on online dating, the the hottest of that group, I'm guessing, is because they're adding to the notches and the and those those their belt. Right, women are the ones who are saying like, "Oh, me add me add a guy to my belt. He's got to be a hot guy to make me feel better about myself." And I hated that. I was like, "Well, okay. Whenever I'm really in good shape and I'm the hot guy now, oh, cool. I get all this attention, right? Like, and then when I fall out of that scale and I, you know, and I'm doing my own thing and I'm not focusing on being the hot guy, even if I'm more wealthy, even if I'm more confident, whatever else, the value that I have decreased based upon how I look at my pictures, which is fair, right? Because it's very much a swipe. You know, you have a one second swipe. I know that." But it doesn't create like a very healthy interaction, and it's only um, intensified when, when when women fully sell into that. Now, of course, I don't blame women for participating in the game too. We all we all play it. We didn't, we didn't they didn't design it. I didn't design it. But it does suck when they're essentially instead of being a partner, they become your opponent. 
Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I got to the point where I stopped. I deleted all my social media dating uh, a while ago. And now I, and then I started going to just approaching women in, in public, which is actually wildly successful. Like we used to do in the good old days. Yeah. Well, Dude, so I'm it, telling you, it's so much more successful. What it's done to me psychologically, uh, like the whole game aspect of it, uh, detrimentally, I think. And I don't, it's not the other person's fault, but it's when I have like encountered people in person and hit it off. The thought process doesn't go to like, oh, hey, like we're hitting it off and this is great. It immediately goes to like, well, what's the game here? What mm-hmm. what is the mm-hmm. ulterior motive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so my immediate reaction to that is to expect like the worst of it, which um, sucks. Yeah, which sucks. And it's I'm not blaming anybody. You conditioned uh, for that. It though. just be, it just creates this uh, this condition of like there is a game here to be played. When in reality, these you know the couple times that it's happened recently, it's been that that person probably was legitimately really into me and excited about that. Uh, you know, but it becomes this like, what's the game? And then, you know, it, which is probably a wider uh, discussion on the current dating culture, which uh, I think uh, we don't need to really dive super deep into right now. But what was this other ick? Uh, I, I couldn't dive into the current dating culture, even if I wanted to, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, and yeah. second, the next ick. Uh, the last one. Uh, post they post screenshots of being rude to people. Oh yeah, you're just a bad person. And that is that's huge. Like if you if like we're dating, we've been dating, we went on a couple dates, and then I get on Facebook and you posted how you like shit on this, you know, Starbucks barista or. Uh, you know, how you were rude to this person that asked you a question. I think I'm that's that's pretty that's pretty fucking awful in general, you know. I that should give everyone the ick, yeah. Like, <laughs> like just, I don't know, that's yeah, just, um, you're just, you're just, yeah, no, you're, yeah, you're just a shitty person. When, when I, you know, ex- exist in you know the world and I, I interact with people, especially people that are like providing me a service, um. I've everybody first off everybody should have to work some customer service job at some point in their life whether it be fast food <laughs> or at a Agreed. grocery store something like that right uh, I know how much that sucks and even if that person isn't being the most helpful I usually try to you know be polite uh, and so the people that like revel in like look how uh, you know rude I was to this person or look you know like how I how I shit on this person um, I think that says a lot about who you are as a person and what your goal is in your interactions with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have zero desire to interact on a personal level with anybody like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just, it, it is completely opposite of how I try to operate as a person uh, and my view on like the world. Um, and yeah, I just, that is, uh, that's what I agree with as far as an ick. Like, I don't, like, we could, like you said, they've gone on multiple dates, and you post something like that, and I am fucking Audi five thousand mm-hmm. of that shit. Yeah, definitely get, get yeah. then. Yeah, I agree. Any more? Any more icks? Uh, okay, so do you guys have personal icks? Like just something that someone does that is just a huge deal breaker for you? Uh. 
just just as a side i found that like a lot of the things when i was younger that were my like x have kind of subsided as i think i've become more comfortable with people have multiple outlooks in the world that don't affect me in any way shape or form right uh, and i think that's part of getting older which i think a lot of these posts probably came from people who were younger mm, i'd imagine um, so yeah. yeah uh yeah i think a personal ick of mine though are people who um refuse to grow upon their worldview from when they were like in high school or in their 20s which you find a lot in like smaller towns and stuff like that and i think it's because i came from a really small town um but when you like talk to people and you're like mentioning something that's happening in in europe or in another state right like a big one for me because i'm from california is when i mentioned something that's from an experience i had in california or you know happened in california and their immediate response is you know to just be like, oh, you California, or like shit on, like something like that, uh, is a is a big personal ick of mine that like, yeah. you know, or they just immediately pass judgment on a on a group of people for whatever reason, um, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that's a personal ick of mine. If I, you know. I like it. Okay. Have what about you? Dan. Like, Dan well, like, like Raider, I didn't feel um, very like. It was like an ick. It's more just like I think we should call it what it is. The turnoffs, right? Like there's what they are, just pure turnoffs. And uh, but the ick sounds funnier. Okay. Yeah, so. it's the ick. It's the ick. Okay, the thing that gives me the ick. Yes, thank uh, you. The thing that gets to stick with the yeah, stick with the the word of the day. <laughs> um, the thing that gives me the ick is when early on, a girl is disingenuous about her intentions with where I'm at. Right, kind of. I think I think Chris said it a little bit, but to kind of expand upon it, like when a girl says, "Like, hey, I don't, I'm not trying to to hook up," right? And then we hook up at the end of the night. You know, that's fine. I guess like I'm not like complaining, but at the same time, like, you, did you lie to me? Like, what was the point of that, right? Or you're saying you like, just have poor self control, or yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, because I'm just like, and that happens quite a bit. I'm like, if you know, don't you know, if you're like, hey, I'm interested in having a good time, and if we hook up, it's because I find you attractive, and if I don't hook up with you, it's because I didn't feel the chemistry. That's that. Like, great, that'd be awesome. I, I would love that level of um, introspection, confidence, you know, ability to. When if I ask a question, like, hey, what do you see this going? You know, or like, yeah. what do you want out of this? You know, like, oh, I want a marriage. And yes. uh, even if we sleep on the first date, it doesn't mean I don't want a marriage. It means I, I just want to see if you're good and better or not, you know? Like, I'm like, great. <laughs> so that, I don't view you as being, you know, uh, uh, a harlot or a slut, if you will, if you sleep on the first date. I see you as a forward-thinking woman who wants to know what she's about, you know? Right. Um, we I, here I, at the Barely Coherent Podcast are progressive as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And we like sure. women that will know what they want or fuck like yeah. what they like. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, that's what would always turn off is like, I just don't, I just didn't know, you know, so many times, like, do you really want a relationship with me? Are you talking, are you talking to five other guys on Snapchat, you know, like while we were dating, like that was a super frustrating, you know, cause it always kind of felt like. Not that there's there anything wrong with talking to five other guys, but just, just be tell me with the fact that's that it. Yeah. Just say, Hey, you're, Hey, you're, you're in the rotation or, you know, yeah, like, you're hey, not a front runner. We're right. not exclusive. Right. You know, shit yeah. like that. Allow me I to think, manage my expectations. Yes. My emo- yeah, let, let as, me deal my emotions. As my right boy Kratos says, keep your expectations low and you will never be disappointed. Mm-hmm. That's fucking true. Right. And that's kind of where, and I, and that's what's upsetting because I think there's a lot of miscommunication. And I think um, there are a few girls who I, I definitely 
treated like they were all the other girls that they acted like. And they didn't realize because they've never dated girls before, but they were doing all the things that toxic women in the past had done because they thought to themselves, like, that's what their friends have done. And this is what's normal. And mm -hmm. I treated them just like those toxic girls. And then later they would be upset. Like, why'd you just ghost me? Or why'd you just, you know, would you kind of just lose interest? I'm like, oh, because you acted just like everyone else. You just basically made me put all this effort in, do all these things, jump through all these hoops. Well, okay, well, I, you know, and now, and that, that would be upsetting, right? Because right. it created a lot of miscommunication early on. So that was a huge turnoff. And I, I really, started looking for women that knew what they wanted. Like, hey, I want a family. This is what I want, this, this, and this. I'm like, perfect. That's what I'm looking for, um, let's do this. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's yeah. totally understandable. Just keep in mind that being open about how you feel goes both ways. So oh, well, just yeah. the same way you want to know if you're being played or or if someone is playing a game or if someone right. has, you know, multiple, uh, a stable, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, could the, the argument could be made that you should also be upfront with why you're treating someone the way you're treating someone. Yeah, I um I was told that after I ghosted a few people, one of my friends, she was like, that's really mean. You start telling the girls why. And I did. And bro, when I tell you I was that was a bad idea, like I, when I said the truth, I was like, hey, this is why I don't yeah. like you. Oh, but, I'm not saying that uh, I'm not saying that you were wrong. I'm just <laughs> saying the argument could be made. There are plenty of women out there who 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 are listening to what you're saying, and they're like, "Well, you you just said that you you do this thing to women, and you don't even tell them about it." And I trust me, I know what you're I know what you're thinking about it, and I get that, but that's not our our female counterparts are not thinking the same way. Yeah, it's not their it's not their fault, but they can't. Yeah, do I don't. Way. I'm not. I'm not mad at them, or I don't blame them, or anything. Yeah. It's just the fact of the matter is, dating is different on on different sides of 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 dating you know <laughs> if that makes sense <laughs> and that's and that's the beauty of getting older is like I, I found that as you get older people kind of know they're like all right i'm not i'm gonna put it right out there i think people are more open as they get older too mm -hmm. yeah you know? yeah um okay so uh with that said i haven't dated anybody in 12 years <laughs> but uh something that just really irks me about people is uh when they pronounce things wrong, um, just just in general, the pronunciation of of words that you've only read, and I get it, right? Like if you only read a word, right, and you've never heard it pronounced, it is definitely easy to mispronounce something. Um, I guess though, if I was dating <laughs> someone and we were and we were like talking and they mispronounced like. <laughs> Like the, uh, they said something like 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 ruined instead uh, of ruined. That's or fair. Like... So here's a, so I gotta say this, so 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 Patsy's Mexican and she speaks. So she so English is her second language, right? Right. So she pronounces things, especially if they're Spanish sounding, like in their Spanish pronunciation. And so we were in California visiting my mom, and we mm -hmm. stayed in we stayed in Natomas, right? So Natomas. In Spanish, if you've never heard it said out loud, she said it to me. She's like, "Oh, hey, our Airbnb is in um, it's in Natomas." <laughs> and I was like, "What'd you say?" She's like, "Natomas." You know, it's, like, it's where? Like Natomas, like more Nato. And I was like, like I was just like, "Are you serious?" She's like, "Yeah." How do you say it? Like Natomas. She's like, "Oh, that's how you white people say it." <laughs> that's the, that's that colonizer pronunciation. Yeah. yeah. Dude. 
so it's, it's cute when they're yeah. there's like a language <laughs> no see, that's that, that's adorable that's fun yeah, but like adorable, yeah. when people say like pacific uh they say when i'm trying to be pacific and i'm like you have undermined whatever you're gonna say at this point so yeah. um mm-hmm. You know that that bugs me, and then when people use um, like idioms incorrectly or like uh, uh, sayings, different sayings. I'm trying to think of a good example. Uh, I can't. I mean, I'll out myself here. I thought several meant seven till I was like 24. Yeah, I mean, the person I, can... I was talking to, they called me out in the moment. It was so embarrassing, like because I felt like my soul in my body. Because they were like, um, "How many was there?" And I was like, "And there was there was seven of the thing." I forget what it was, but it was like seven of the thing. I was like, "Oh, there's like several." You know, I was like, "Oh, what a, what a perfect time to use the word several." I never get to use it, you know, in my mind. And she was like, and then she was like, "Oh, it's so like three or four. I was like, "No, several. There's seven. And she paused, and looked at me. Squinted her eyes and was like, "What'd you say?" And I was like, "Several, like seven. several, several." And she like leaned back and just belted out the most obnoxious laugh. And I just felt my soul in my body. I was like, "Oh, if I said something dumb, I think I think I got this wrong." And she was like, "Ah, several doesn't mean seven. It means multiple, <laughs> like three or four. You're an idiot." I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm an idiot. Okay." I got a man away. Cried. Uh, that that is funny. Yeah. That's hilarious, and I wish I wish I could have seen that in person. Yeah. That would have been so so good. But yeah. it's like when people say things like uh, "anyways" or uh, they say uh, "for all intensive purposes." The 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 phrase is "for all intents and purposes." That like that's the phrase. So when people do things like that, that for some reason that bugs the shit out of me mm-hmm. um so that that for me would be like if we're like talking or dating like that would right. be probably uh oh one that's one that gets people all the time they say nipped in the butt and it's not nipped in the butt it's nipped in the bud yeah and it's referring I, I, to like like get... taking taking a, the butt of a plant before it, before it grows What was so. the, what's that what's that length of term like the full the full seven yards or the the whole nine yards the whole nine yards right and like so it wasn't until like honestly i was like in my late 20s that i knew it was referring to like the length of an ammunition belt on a on a, like a p50 yeah. or whatever yeah give you them know? the whole so, nine yards give them the whole nine yeah i mean that's i think it's really just us not letting go of sayings at this point you know what i mean like, <laughs> I don't know any fucking yeah, but like, You know what I mean? If you say nipped in the butt, I'm like, hey, man, you know what? There's more yeah. butts in the world than there are, there are butts, probably. I don't know. <laughs> no. No, that's see, actually, actually. that's I'm not letting you off the hook. Because that is just like, I don't know. Like, if you're going to use something, if you're going to say something, know what it means. Mm, okay. And that, that goes mm. for, like, using words. Because my mom taught me it is not a part of your vocabulary unless you can say it correctly and spell it correctly. Sure. Okay, but okay. So, what is the point of language to convene a message, right? So, if you understood the person's intent, message received. Message received. You took care of the thing. You nip it in the butt, buddy. Good for you. <laughs> you know, like message received. Um, False. I just think that's... you're an asshole. 
I think you're an asshole. I For think what? when people say things wrong. I think when they say just, things wrong and I know what they mean, I just let it go because I'm like, cool, I know what you meant. That's that's your prerogative. And well, no one is saying I, you're wrong for that. I'm saying you're wrong for that. How's that? How's that sound? You still feel the same way? Uh, I think you caught him at a slight disadvantage here because uh, I, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that's how I feel. That's my ick. And I'm well, yeah, no, you're allowed to have your icks. I'm just letting yeah. you know uh, your icks are valid. And I disagree with you. That's it, yeah. Well, no, it's not like I don't disagree. I don't give a shit if you disagree with them or not, or, or you find them icky. I just, <laughs> I just think I, um, I, I hear people say like those old, those old terms in general that we just don't really know where they come from, you know. And there's a bunch of those out there. People kind but of don't when they say them wrong. Say them then. I mean, yeah, but it's like you know, message received, you know. No. No, I don't know. Like, anyway. Prince, okay, okay, Mr. Have, 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 no, 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 have you ever said the rule of thumb? Have you ever said the rule of thumb? Have you ever said the rule of thumb? We're moving on. Have you ever said the rule of thumb? No, we're moving on. I think that you did not hear me say that we're moving on. So, moving on. So, what's our feel-good piece this week? Yeah, Our feel-good to bring a more positive light to things is so there was this project uh that was started to help clean up uh plastic right waste in the waters mainly the ocean so we talked about how uh they started to clean up the like giant plastic island right yeah. uh the um, uh the the floating trash mm-hmm. islands the floating yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so uh one of the pieces to that is not just removing what's there but preventing stuff from being added to it right right so a lot of that comes from rivers and stuff like that feeding out into the ocean. So uh, there's this thing called the uh, Interceptor. Uh, it is now in Los Angeles, codenamed 007. Ooh, uh, and it has finally been delivered uh, to um, uh, Los Angeles County, uh, specifically in the Bologna Creek. And so it's, it's basically, it kind of looks like a ferry almost but it's it's a smaller boat and it kind of it puts this net in front of it and it fl- it drives up river and starts to collect a lot of the plastic oh wow and so it's now started uh operating cnet has a video of it working uh and there's this article on it uh but yeah so it, it basically puts this net in front of it and it drives up river and it collects all the trash all the trash and plastic and whatnot coming down the river to prevent mm-hmm. it from being added into the ocean Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, um, it's great because you're you're hopefully stopping you're stopping adding to whatever is out in the ocean, which is, I mean, that's part of the effort of cleaning up the ocean, right? Is it, it does you no good to clean the ocean if you're constantly putting trash back into the ocean? Yeah, it's it's the other it's the other piece of that that I don't think we. Like a lot of people don't focus on, so we could get rid of if we got rid of that whole island, right? But we never stop stuff being added back into the ocean; it's just going to mm-hmm. reform. So it's it's that other piece of the whole project. Uh, so I think that's a cool uh, update to that story that we had talked about. I think mm-hmm. in our first episode, mm-hmm. uh, very cool. As far as like uh, cleaning stuff up, so that was mine. It's uh, the trash interceptor, is what it's called, um, and I believe the ship is. Uh, 
it's a Dutch nonprofit that uh, created this ship and is funding it. That's pretty cool. That's um, very cool. I think that like the idea that um, people are out there making the effort to um, to clean up clean up the oceans, clean up, stop adding trash to the ocean uh, is 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 a really cool thing. And I would donate money to that. Yeah, and you know, it's with all the negative stuff that's kind of currently going on in the news. It's nice to see that you know there there is an attempt being made done to kind of uh, alleviate the negative effects that we're kind of mm. having on our world's oceans. Considering that the majority of our food comes from the ocean, you know, when you yeah. think about fish and a lot of these uh, these seafaring uh, cultures, a lot of these, especially. Uh, poor countries really do rely on their fishing industries for mm. uh, food and profit. So I think, yeah, yeah, it's huge. It's, it's massive. I, I did not know that they were making progress on that. And part of me was just kind of like that feel good story. I thought I was just going to kind of not actually, you know, metabolize into a, like the desired outcome, you know, cause you hear some stuff and you're like, Oh, it's amazing. We're going to have, you know, flying cars in the future. And like, we have not, nothing close to that. So that when I when we first, I'm bummed story, about the the no flying cars though. Yeah, the Jetsons fucked us. <laughs> yeah, they really did. Didn't the Jetsons take place in 2020? Th- something like that. Yeah. Something it, like that, yeah. We are we are long due on our flying cars. I'm I'm I like I like what was it uh, Fifth Element? Oh, Fifth Element really had me thinking I was going to be taking flying taxi cabs. Good movie. Good movie. <laughs> Great movie. Yeah. Yeah, there's 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 an article I read about it, how bad an idea that would be though. You know, like imagine mm-hmm. just like how many people you know don't have any idea what's going on under their hood. Like it's just it's just magic to them. They just know like every three thousand miles, take the you know get the oil change. Like someone's gonna just be like driving along and like a bolt's gonna just like <laughs> drop out of their engine. Oh god, dude. Go terminal, terminal velocity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like yeah, that would be less than ideal. That would happen so many times. You know, like just like oh, okay, well we gotta stop this um yeah definitely i mean i i like that that um that we can talk about like these good things happening uh despite the fact that we don't have flying cars um but yeah. the these strides that are made because i do believe that global warming i'm i'm not a global warming denier um in fact i believe that global warming is a thing uh but i'm not also not a scientist so it's nice to see people making strides uh even if it's not real to clean up things around the world i like that i like that a lot. yeah you know what's frustrating about global warming and I, i'm a pragmatist you know like and, I, mm-hmm, and I, mm-hmm. people people over rely on that statement too like oh, i'm a pragmatist as if like it gives you a right to say yeah to, to be oh yeah dude that's yeah, a thing you know I'm people just, like i'm a pragmatist you're gonna die soon what right? hold on yeah that's, that's... yeah right right like as if you, you can't have hope or there's not a possibility like like outcome. being a pragmatist absolves you of uh of uh of responsibility of being a decent care. person to, yes. to other people Yes, exactly. So the, um, the, but the pragmatist thing I was going to say is that as we move forward, the reality is, is that China, India, Pakistan, Russia, the, most of the stands, um, Eastern Europe, they're not going to give up oil. They're just going to keep, I mean, as a matter of fact, as the, the northern part of our world starts to de-ice, 
it's going to mm-hmm. open up more areas for shipping and more areas for finding even more oil. It's only going to speed up the process of getting more. They're not going to stop, right? They're so gonna stop. We, it's just going to get worse and worse, right? Because yeah. America, like if you look at it on a global scale, the whatever you think about the United States, we are literally the front runners in um, uh, fighting whatever global warming is. Um. Yes and no. So okay. So I'm not an expert at this. I just thought mm-hmm. we, at one at one point I had the debates. And this is my generalized takeaway. We are relatively, we use a lot of, we put out a lot of carbon dioxide into the, into the, uh, yeah, we, um, uh, our, fuck is the word, it's the word for our, not, I said not universe, but our, um, so our our system, right? Um, to the ozone, sorry. And then, yeah, yeah, to the ozone base, you know, per capita, it's it's higher than any other place. However, However, the, the issue that we're running into is places like China and India, their middle class is growing at a rapid rate and they're quickly catching up to where, where Americans are, which means that they're going to be p- producing similar levels of CO2 at much higher levels because of their population size. Right. And how do we dare tell them after we've experienced, I mean, going back into the post-World War II, I guess, how do we dare, dare tell them, hey, we, ex- we had our nuclear family, you know, we had our... Um, our shining light. Now you, you guys, you stop, stop, stop doing what you're, what we did, and you stop using coal, right? Which is how mm-hmm. we powered things for a long time. Stop using, That's how we still power yeah. a lot of things. Right. Yeah. How do we tell someone else we can't? Right. And we don't have the power right. to do that. So the the issue that I I run into um, whenever I have my friends who are like, hey, I, I drink from a metal straw, or I drive a hybrid, um, or all these whatever, right? I, I know go, which friend you may. Talking about, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. Um, I I find I hope she's listening to the podcast. I hope one day she hears and goes, That motherfucker, I know you're talking about me. (laughs) Um, um, so I, I, I just I struggle with that because I I want to be like, Look, you you could not live, you know, today, you could unlive yourself and it would have zero impact on the ozone, right? You know what I mean? And that's that's a big that's a I, yes, yes, yes. You you make you make. Uh, I think you make a bigger point than you realize. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll 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 let you finish. But there's something I want. Oh, that's to it. Say that's, about that. that's it. Actually, that's pretty much the that's the. Uh, well, the, the so the idea that we are the ones that can stop global warming as individuals is it feels mm-hmm. like this con that corporations have have mastered on us, right? And it's great if you recycle. It's great if you drive an electric car. It's great that you um you know you use a metal straw whatever but at the end of the day the the carbon footprint of these uh, like oil companies and uh transportation companies and all of these these huge corporations that um you know have shipping uh um um like that that move shipping containers across across the world and that run uh, factories and all this stuff that runs on fossil fuel still that, you know, is just throwing massive amounts of CO2 into the air. Um, You know, these huge farms, uh, 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 beef, like the beef farms, the huge beef farms where cows create this massive amounts of CO2, um, you know, it's really up to them to to change the way that they do business and it's all about profits for them for the most part and so it's really 
I don't think we see a change anytime soon. Uh, and despite what you do at home as the single person who is recycling all your plastic and your tin and your glass, uh, unfortunately, no matter how much you do, no matter how much your neighbors do, uh, I don't think that we'll see a change until, you know, these country spanning corporations change the way that they do things. Mm-hmm. And that's frustrating because you'd still want to feel like you're doing your part. But at the same time, how do you hold corporations responsible for the, you know, the fact that they send um, millions of containers back and forth across the Atlantic? you know, every year creating huge carbon, carbon footprints or. Yeah. The, I think I shared the stuff with you guys before, but the top 15 shipping containers put up more CO2 into the ozone than all of the privately owned cars combined. Yeah. Right? And that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about is like, yeah. you, no matter what you do as a person, it's, it still falls on, these big corporations right to do and there's do the right thing or you know and, quote unquote the right thing and it sucks that like this gets politicized so much where like the right feels like it's pro oil left feels like it's pro pro green or like electricity right, right. like what, what ends up happening is like i'm also I'll, I'll say the next thing which has been politicized and now people will think i'm a republican because of this statement alone which is um battery powered cars are worse for the environment than gas powered cars Right. And at the I, moment, I, yes, I will. I can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. You got, I mean, getting lithium is extremely yeah. intensive. It, it uses up a fuck ton of energy. It's not cheap. And then disposing of the batteries. Um, There's no good way of doing it. The plants um, that build the batteries in the cars still use fossil fuels to run. Right. Right. Well, and the, how many electric grids are on coal? Yeah. Also that. Yeah. 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 You're not. And so right. once it's, again, we, but we circle back to, it's not about you, the common person, buying an electric car. Right. It's about who's building that this, electric car, changing the system. way that they build those those electric cars. Here's a, and so, a fun yeah, fact. Go ahead. Go, go, go. If you rode your car as fast, I'm sorry, if you rode a horse as fast and as far um, as the average person drove their car, you would actually put out more CO2. Is it because the horse poops? No, it's because how much they breathe. They put out like literally just turning oxygen into CO2. No. So they, they, if you were running, if a horse hypothetically could live at 70 miles an hour, <laughs> you know, while pulling, while pulling your family, that horse would put out, you know, more CO2 than a car would. Yeah, but it doesn't. So the argument could be made that we should all go back to riding horses. That would be fucking rad. I'm not going to lie to you. If I got to get up every morning and ride my horse to work. I'd be pretty happy. I don't, with that. I don't think you understand how much work horses. Oh, absolutely. Out. I do not. Fuck I horses. have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have not the slightest clue. They are, contrary to what people think, a very uh, needy animal. Oh, I, well, I imagine they're pretty. I, you have to feed. If I have, if I have to run at, at, at 35 miles an hour, uh, yeah, you better feed me like a lot. And when they break, it's not like when your car breaks down well, and you're yeah. like, oh, I gotta fix this flat. It's like, ah, oh, fuck, its leg's broken. Mm-hmm. Okay, the worst case scenario. <laughs> get that. So the point, though, is that there is a company. What's the name of the company that does, or the um, the the nonprofit that does the uh, the the ship in uh, that's currently in LA? 
Uh, I'm trying to see that this. It's called the Ocean Cleanups. Ocean Cleanups. Yeah. That's uh, that's rad, and I really like that they're doing that. And we will post the video of the clip that they have on TikTok uh, in the Discord, uh, to which I invite our listeners to join. Um, and the link for the Discord will be in our next Instagram post. Uh, we have a link tree in our bio. Uh, if you would like to find it, also it that is the Barely Coherent Podcast. It's on Instagram. Give us a follow. I put a lot of effort into our fun little uh, post. Yes, absolutely. Um, so with that all said, um, I think that uh, I'd like to close out this episode with talking about the next major holiday, um, which is Christmas, right? Speaking of Christmas, Battleshots makes 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 a great Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug for Battleshots, dude. No, I actually since we started this podcast, I made three sales on Amazon while we we're sitting here. Dope ski. Dope, yeah. Uh, random. It has Super nothing random. to do with the podcast because no, no one else is hearing this. But I love that. I love Thank that you. energy, dude. Yeah, um, the last two days, no sales, and three while we're talking. We need to talk more. You guys can't get off. We're gonna get so many sales. So what I would like well, to say, uh, maybe Battle Shots can become a sponsor of the. <laughs> Like with it. all the money that it's making right now, yeah, we can like we can it. do a little ad read and everything. No, no shade, absolutely if not. A, if, I think we should seriously consider that if we get over X amount of uh, viewers, I'll be your, our first sponsor. I like that. Yeah. What if I'm we down. get over nine? What if we get over nine viewers? It's I, think, uh, I, don't, I don't think your mom <laughs> joining would make me want to give money. It's a uh, it's a uh, better. Not that your mom doesn't deliver like my that. money, but I don't like how you said that. Honestly. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna fight about that. <laughs> when you get here. Um, so um, I'll be honest. Uh, with Christmas coming up, uh, it is not my favorite holiday, Dude, which is contrary to a lot of people. And I'm I'm gonna go ahead and take a hot take here. Uh, I think Christmas is kind of whack because you get. All the same things that you get in Thanksgiving. The only difference is, is that people feel the obligation to buy gifts. And yeah, so, so that's, that's what I was going to bring up. I think there's a lot of uh, stress that we put on ourselves around, especially Christmas, because mm-hmm. it's not like Thanksgiving where you know it's a it, it's a family and or friend gathering, and the biggest stress is cooking meals. Which if you just go to Publix and get the pre-made platters, <laughs> no stress at all. Again, uh, shameless plug for Publix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That being said, uh, public yeah, sponsor we, us. Yeah, <laughs> Anyone sponsor us, please. Yeah. <laughs> we'll wear with your the, merchandise. Uh, with the uh, Tom's yeah. Tire Shop, please sponsor us. Yeah, right. Uh, with the with the gift giving side of it, though, we we do put a lot of stress on ourselves as far as like trying to figure out like what am I going to get my like random cousin that's going to show up or like you know it's me being single in my thirties. I pretty much buy what I want, so I know I'm a pretty difficult person to shop for. Um, so it it creates a lot more stress than a lot of the other holidays do. I agree, uh, and I think that's a, where a lot of people tend to start not feel, liking that. People feel that like holiday. they should, they have to buy gifts for people. People feel like they should be receiving gifts, and so people who not necessarily don't have anyone, but who are, uh, for all intents and purposes, 
um, not in what would be a close family unit may not be receiving gifts or the same love that uh, that everyone else is receiving. And that is to me is not fair. So um, that's just how I feel about Christmas. I you just call me the Grinch. I also love the movie The Grinch, though. So, you know, small benefits. Yeah, I I enjoy Christmas. I have a lot of happy memories around the holiday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, for me, at this point in my life, it is far more about like engaging with family and spending, like having that set time of the year where it's like I'm gonna come home and spend this time uh, with my family. And uh, you know, I I just enjoy winter in general, so I enjoy having like a very solid holiday in the winter months. That that being said, though, I I I do understand a lot of it. Uh, a lot of the the dislike of Christmas, especially compared to a lot of other holidays that are a lot more stress-free and more about the fun of it, right? Like Halloween, like we're going to dress up, we're going to have a good time, maybe give out some candy, maybe get some candy depending on your age. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving, it's all about the grub. Uh, but Christmas, there's a lot more of this. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is all about the drinking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do think, depending on your look, there's a positive side of Christmas where a lot more of the focus is on the other people. Yeah. Oh, I'm um, not saying there's. Not I, I, I'm just saying I. Bits. I can't believe you guys. You guys are not. I know because you already put up your fucking Christmas uh, decorations Christmas and honestly, celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior. I mean, he might be your Lord and Savior. Yeah. <laughs> he is all of our Lord and Saviors. You just have to accept him into your heart. <laughs> if you never told me about him, would I still go to hell? Mm -hmm. Yes, you would actually. That's My actually fault. false. You would go to hell. It's fact. If you didn't know about God, you would not go to hell. Yeah, you would. No, you would not. That's, that's why, why there's my, missionaries. That's, no, that's why. That's why. We, that's why there's missionaries. We can tell no. you, so we can save you from going to hell. But you're gonna go to hell, though. No. Just mm -hmm. the rules. I'm. I'm All the cool it. people are there, so I'm okay with it. Oh, that's true. You think Napoleon is in hell? Mm, I, I would talk to Napoleon. Has, I think heaven has a high requirement. Sorry, Raider. Uh, you're not exactly tall either. You should relax, Snowy B. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would make the cut. I don't know. You? How tall are you? Just because I'm you not. made, just because somebody made a cut, aka circumcision, doesn't mean that you made the cut. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forgive that doctor. Is that, that. is that anti-Semitism? <laughs> but no, <laughs> give it back. You can get it back if you want. It's true, actually. Uh, heard, right? Heard, heard oh, no, 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 no. You can't get it back. You can get circumcised after you've been uncircumcised. You can get circumcised. If you wanted to. I would I, I would not do that if I was you, probably. So, uh, but yeah, I think Christmas, definitely a happy time, but definitely a stressful time for a lot of people out there. Uh, and it has led to other things like you know this this insane shopping culture right after Thanksgiving. I uh, know, dude. Black Friday. Yeah, racist. which is super stressful. Fucking racist. Why's it gotta be Black Friday? Why can't it just be like post Thanksgiving Friday? Why is it called Black Friday? Actually, I'm I'm asking for real. I don't know. It has to do with finances and the way they write ledgers. Ah, uh, um, so you're in the black. Yeah, so it's it's to get back. It's because you're in the black. I don't believe you. I'm gonna Google it. 
I put, why is it called? And Black Friday immediately popped up. In the early 17th century, uh, the shopping sense states, well, that's not a real fucking answer. Uh, (laughs) Let's look at Britannica.com. We can trust Britannica. A concept that business operated a financial loss or in the red until the day after Thanksgiving when massive sales finally allowed them to turn a profit or put them in the black. However, that's untrue. A more accurate explanation of the term dates back to the early 1960s. When I don't like where this is going. Yeah, when police officers <laughs> in Philadelphia began using the phrase Black Friday to describe the chaos that resulted when large numbers of suburban tourists came into the city to begin their holiday shopping and, Ooh. in some years, attend Saturday's annual Army-Navy football game. The huge oh. crowds create a headache for the police, who worked longer shifts than usual as they dealt with traffic jams, accidents, shoplifting, and other issues. Within That's kind of wild. Years, yeah, within a few years, the term Black Friday had taken root in Philadelphia. City merchants attempted to put a prettier face on the day by calling it Big Friday. That's stupid. So, nope, yeah, that's that was about racism. to roll in with a misconception and was corrected immediately. Mm-hmm. Dude, I I'm not gonna lie. When you said the 1960s, I was very worried. About yeah. Yeah. Racism. I, I also got worried and was waiting for a moment when I needed to stop reading. Yeah, yeah. At some, <laughs> at, at some point, Jerry Jones is out there like, please stop. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, this is super random just because, uh, I don't know, I learned this recently. Um, did you know Coon's age is not racist? Yes. Yeah, it's the age of a raccoon. Right. But, like, so. It's pilot, been a Coon's age. Has right. <laughs> A pilot said that on a flight. He said, I haven't done this in a coon's age. And then we all stopped in the flight station. And uh, I was like, is that racist? And he was like, I don't know, actually. And so we looked it up. And people apparently used to think raccoons lived for a long time. (laughs) uh, They don't, though. They live for like two to three years on average. (laughs) I mean, they're such crafty little bastards. You would assume that they would live for a while. Yes. Yeah. Um, They somehow conquered death. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I just I'm so, so like in the same vein that Black Friday is very obviously not uh, not very obviously, but not racist. Neither is the term Coons Age. So you're welcome, listeners. You may now use Coons Age without uh, fear so, of repercussions. Did, did you guys ever watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Oh uh, yeah, I I don't. I I love. I that know show. I should. Love I skip the first season. And just wait for Danny DeVito to come in, and it's gold. Okay. Yeah. Noted. Yeah, Noted. Yeah. There's a there's an episode where where Mac is um he calls somebody like some little kids porch monkeys and he doesn't <laughs> Jesus he, Christ. He doesn't understand that like it's a racist racist It's a racist term. term. Yeah, it's a racist term because it's because his grandpa used to call the little kids in the neighborhood fucking porch monkeys. Because <laughs> his grandpa like, oh, was racist. <laughs> so he was like fighting tooth and nail to bring it back, man. He had like shirts made and everything. It was mm. fucking funny. That's pretty on brand for Sunny. Grandmother used to call me a pickaninny. What is pickaninny? What's that mean? That is also a racist term. Yeah. What's a pickaninny? Uh, so to wrap this up on a nice little non-racist uh, bow, uh, for those curious shoppers out there and to kind of tie in for something I'm excited about, if you are looking for a gift so for gonna, the Grizz, Jesus, yeah, I'm just going to be super selfish here. Um, there is a new album out from one of my favorite musical artists who is known as The Toxic Avenger, which is a callback to a great 80s horror movie. Anyway, 
Uh, he is a Parisian electronic artist, and his new album, Yes Future, is out. It's on vinyl. You can only order it from the EU, so sorry for shipping costs. Dude, but, I um, love a good uh, I love a good vinyl. Yeah, so it is more of that atmospheric, like what you would find in uh, like a kind of a cyberpunk movie, which is a lot of his influence uh, type of electronic music. Moments is my favorite song off the album, but yeah, I really want that vinyl. Hmm. Uh, I love vinyls and I love so that's what you're looking music forward for to. hours. That is what I am looking forward to. Uh, I mean, I'll buy it myself. I don't get it for Christmas, but you know, <laughs> buy it for me. So you know. we can set up an Amazon wish list for the, uh, <laughs> for the for podcast. The podcast. <laughs> what about you, no. uh, Snowy? What are you looking forward to? Mm, so I'm going to. Um, launch my apocalypse podcast next next month in january and i was like a little ways away but like like kind of like you will i'm honestly i'm not i love christmas because of the nostalgia but realistically mm-hmm. like it just means i gotta spend money and as an any, adult it's different yeah any gift i get i'm gonna be like thanks i appreciate you caring about me but also i don't need this um <laughs> <Noted>. okay <laughs> you know <laughs> unless it's alcohol like if you give me like quality alcohol which by the way while we were talking to Will, because I ran an alcohol, I broke into the, the alcohol bottle I was going to bring you. Um, bring, I'm bringing you. So you're still going to have 95% of that bottle. I just had to. Have Thanks. Some. I love an open bottle of alcohol <laughs> as a gift. It's it's a 12 year Glen Livet. You're still going to be. You're still gonna oh, shit. It. Yeah. Bring that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so I just didn't have any alcohol here. So I wasn't no, planning on. Anyway, so um, I'm looking forward, though, to skipping into January, which is I'm spending the month of December kind of learning how to. Um, more like understand how to do a podcast because i love talking about anything apocalyptic which i would love to talk about you got with you guys maybe on the next episode or future episode about anything apocalypse related but i want to do one like or it's just basically just like me streaming games and talking about media stuff and actually doing things and of course you know, i have the band that i converted so i can kind of tie it all in but yeah i'm excited about that absolutely i I think that sounds fun, and yeah. we here at the Barely Coherent Podcast love supporting each other and others mm-hmm. uh, that are working on endeavors. So, mm-hmm. by all means, let Very us true. know. Yeah, yeah, we like being involved, dude. Yeah. I, I want to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a, a live on TikTok and see if we get people to join. Dude, that'd be fun. Yeah, we, we need a TikTok account first. <laughs> I'll get on it like everything we, else. Dude, we can do a live for the party. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you, thank you for that, Grizz. Yeah. <laughs> what uh? What about you, Sonny? What uh? You got anything you're excited for? Um. So as you guys know, and probably I would say majority of the people who are listening to us know, um, I am ending my career in the Navy after 11 years. Uh, on December 3rd, 2022. Um, and I am, uh, I'm, I'm apprehensive, but also I am very excited to see what, uh, what life has in store for me moving forward. And so I'm really just preparing for that this week. Um, you know, and, um, I'm also, um, looking forward to, having time off to really work on the things that I want to work on and um, spending time with uh, my family in a way that is not restricted by uh, the military. And so 
Um, that I think is what I'm looking forward to the most, and I'm really pumped because I get to see almost all of my best friends this weekend. Um, so I think that it's gonna be I think it's gonna be great, and I think it's a really good way to end the year. So, um, yeah, that's you know that's what I got. I like it. Yeah, and. You know, I think we're both uh, excited for you. I think you're a very intelligent and motivated individual, and I think you're going to be super successful at whatever it is you decide to do once you get out. Um, mm-hmm. And Agreed. Agreed. yeah, Agreed. I don't. I think it's going to be. I think the best experience. Great. Or uh, well, and go homeless. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be in the vein with most <laughs> other veterans so yeah. uh, join your proud brotherhood yeah um let's hope not i would be a terrible nah. homeless person <laughs> <laughs> you're just like you're just, i could see you asking for money really annoyed you're like can you just fucking give me yeah, a house give me some <laughs> fucking money bro give me like some money. come on i don't want to you're not even gonna use it bro someone's like i can't take it with you when like, you die fucking, i don't i have a sign you want me to make a sign you, yeah no yeah. Absolutely. You need money. You need money to buy a sign. All right, and I don't got that. So give me, give me some money. Give me some money. So, um, okay, I think that is a good close for today's episode, which is episode number four. Um, very pumped about making it this far. Um, super happy to be hanging out with my boys and all of you guys that are listening. Um, and we hope that. You know, you'll be there next episode. Don't know what it'll be about, but we'll it'll be, be a here. Good time. <laughs> <laughs> it will be a good time. Uh, love you guys. Sunny B out. Bye. Bye.